Welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Thursday Diaspora Experience Podcast. This is the show where we help you build legacy mindset for your children, family. We talk about family, faith, and finance. My name is KG Ogunleye, and today we are continuing our conversation regarding mental health, right? So if you have not uh, listened to the other episode, the first episode, please go ahead and do that and then listen to this one as well. So mental health is a big, big issue in the diaspora uh, family as well as every family in the United States, black, white, and purple, but we want to dispel some myths regarding mental health. So today, like I said, our conversation continue with a mental health professional, Dr. Mary. Dr. Mary, <laughs> welcome back. Yes. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here doing the second part oh. of the program. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So mental health. You know, last week, we, I mean, the last episode, we dispelled some myths. We did two myths that would dispel mental health doesn't affect me. We dispelled that black people don't see therapies. That's out of the way. You said that, that that's not even something we'll talk about, right? So the next myth that we're dispelling today is children don't experience mental health problems. Yes or no? Uh, <laughs> no, children do. Everyone does. I remember I mentioned the last time that I see children even from the ages of four. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, the thing is, it's sometimes because of the age, there are some natural behaviors that children display. So, even mm-hmm. at a young age, so one has to pay that any professional has to pay, you know, attention to how to diagnose these children. There are certain ages that you can't really um, diagnose them, but just children do experience mental health problems, and but their presentation is usually different, okay, from, from adults. you know, adults. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have, um, if I will elaborate on that a little bit, um, mm-hmm. the mental health, like mental health uh, conditions, you know, uh, can, it can start it at um, a young age, uh, but you see, children are still learning how to identify and talk about their thoughts and their emotions mm-hmm. okay so but the first the most obvious symptoms that you can find with children who have mental health problems you've been noticing symptoms like changes in their school performances excessive worries or anxiety um, hyperactive behavior frequent nightmares frequent mm-hmm. disobedience or aggression and if you don't take care of it it continues Okay, even into their adulthood, frequent temper tantrums too. So mm. when you notice, just to, just to mention a little, when you may mm. notice these symptoms, you know, pay attention. It doesn't mean that you have to place them on medication. No, mm. but yeah. you know, you start seeking, you know, counseling and finding out what's going on. They just address it. Don't just ignore it and say, no, these are children. Mm. That's good. That's good. So parents. Pay attention, very, very important. The next myth is people with mental health problems are violent. Is that true? No, 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 that's not true. They can be not, because when we say people, it's like we're generalizing. Mm-hmm. Everyone with yep. mental health problems are violent. No, that's mm-hmm. not true. But depending on the type and severity of the illness, especially if untreated, 
okay, people can be violent. So people mm-hmm. with mental health disorders you know, ought to be treated with respect and with mm-hmm. dignity, you see, like mm-hmm. any other mm-hmm. person. So this is where the most, you know, uh, uh, most health you know, providers get it wrong, you know, putting yeah. themselves in some uh, um, way. Now, I know I've, I've worked in, like I said, um, in facilities before, and I've witnessed some health providers, you know, being so rude to, mm. to these, you know, people with mental health you know, challenges. And most of them got hurt, you know, from mm. doing that. Just because someone has a mental health problem doesn't mean you shouldn't respect them. You treat them with dignity, you know? Yeah. So uh, personality weakness or character, you know, can cause mental um, health problems. Uh, people say, um, I mean, just, just to put it in a nutshell, treat people mm-hmm. with respect. That's all. Respect and dignity. All right. Okay. So the next myth is, Personality weakness or character cause mental health problems. Is that always true? Like, oh, you're weak. That's why you're you have mental health problems. That that's 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 not that's not true. Not personality weakness or cause mental health. No, that is indeed, you know, not true. You can be weak doesn't mean because you're weak doesn't mean you have mental health you know challenges. Mm-hmm. Okay, another myth is personality weakness or character cause mental health problems. Is it true? No, that's that's not true. Okay. Um, personality weakness. Okay. So it depends on your personality. If you are you have like introverts or extroverts, just because you're an introvert doesn't mean that you have mental health. That is just who you are. It is mm-hmm. when you're not able to function right or do your daily activities if you are an introvert and you keep to yourself you know all the time and you're not able to you know go to work you're not able to go to school you're not able to you know be uh, resourceful then it becomes you know a problem then you would seek help so just to dismiss that yes okay okay the other pro uh, the other myth is there's no hope for people with mental problems is that true there's no hope that 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 is that is absolutely not true now there is hope okay for people with mental health problems now before i got into this field i i was of this group you know this class of Mm. people who believed that you know there was no hope you know for Mm. people when you think of mental health you're like oh no this is you know it's taboo Mm. it's you know you're Mm. finished but until Mm. i started practicing and actually treating people, I, you know, I was able to discover that there was hope. And I, if I had known most of the things that I know today, I would have mm-hmm. done better, especially, you know, coming from back home, you know, in mm-hmm. Africa. I would have been able mm-hmm. to help people that I knew had mental health problems back then. So yeah. if, you, if you know anyone that has any mental health problems, don't give up on that person. There is definitely hope. For them, oh. they just seek professional counseling. Yeah. Okay. And there's no shame in it, right? That's why we say there's no shame. Uh, there it. is absolutely no shame. They are people, and that's why I said you have to treat people with mental health with dignity and with respect. Okay. There is no shame. Seek help. Okay, that's good. The other myth is, I think we've already said it, but I'm just going to put it out. Therapy are a waste of time. Yes or no? 
there's no no waste of time. It helps you. You're doing yourself good when you seek therapy. When you therapy is just is a talk, just like we're talking right now. It's talking mm-hmm. to someone about your needs, about what is bothering you. You know, so that is just what therapy is. So where you mm-hmm. learn some coping skills, you're talking to a professional. So who you talk to matters. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. We ask, you answer this question, but but just gonna do it anyway. I can't do anything for a person with a mental health problem. Can we do anything, you know, as a family, friends? Can you do anything for a person with a mental health problem? Absolutely. There is, you know, there is a lot we can do. First is to identify that they are humans, okay, Mm -hmm. and that they need help. When you identify and when you accept the fact that there is a problem here, then the next thing will be what can I do to help this person alleviate this problem? Okay, so what you can do, several things, is one, like I said, treat them with respect, okay, mm-hmm. seek professional counseling. So not everybody, because people get scared about medication. So I'm not mm-hmm. going to talk because we're not talking about medication. That's my area of specialty, but, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't have to do with medication, you know, not in all cases, okay? So yeah. even if it's mm-hmm. just therapy, you can do you can do therapy you can talk to someone so there's a lot you can do having an understanding and being there for that person there's a whole lot you can do for anyone or any family member that has a mental health problem okay not doing anything is actually a disservice more do something yeah the next myth is is impossible to prevent mental health is that true well that's um it's not impossible to prevent mental health but that that in itself this question is is very weighty you know Mm -hmm. so there are some like i said um that if you have a mental health illness in your family some are hereditary okay Mm -hmm. but not all but you can't really tell who in the family is going to have this or not Mm -hmm. but what you can do there's so many, I know we talked about it in the first episode, reducing mm-hmm. stress, okay? Yeah. And mm-hmm. eating healthy, exercising, you know, finding a hobby, because we know mm-hmm. what stress does to the body, right? It releases some yes. uh, hormones like the adrenaline and the cortisol. And this mm-hmm. uh, harmful, you know, can cause harmful inflammation in the body if it continues for a long time. So reducing mm-hmm. stress is is very, very important. So it's, okay. it's, it's possible to prevent mental health. It is possible, but unfortunately, in some cases, even if you try and all that, if it's in the family, sometimes, you know, one can, you know, do get it. Okay. Okay. All right. This one is a biggie, right? Seeking yes. help for mental health problem in me, you don't have faith. Is that true? Like, uh, no, this is this is this is absolutely not true. And we find that most people in in, in the Christian, you know, dumb, like uh, Christians, you know, have a lot of this you know, problem. You seek mm-hmm. help. You know, you they say you're, you know, it's a mental health. It's uh, you're demonized, and you know, mm-hmm. so many of all this, which is so wrong. And when I hear people who Christians talk about this, I just say, you know what, it's because they've not had 
that experience. If you have a mm. personal, like I want to tell people, um, I don't know who the target audience for this um, podcast is, but I will say I am a Christian. All right, and I have a personal experience with Jesus Christ. Now, mm-hmm. if I tell you about my experience, if you have not had an experience with Him, you won't understand. So, also mm-hmm. is mental health because I treat people with mental health disorders. I've seen and I've seen a change, and I've seen people being able to function. So, mm-hmm. I do have to say, if they've not had any encounter like that, they won't understand. That's why they don't have. You know, um, they don't have a better understanding, and they say if you believe in mental health, if you go for treatment, you don't have faith. Let's just pray it away. Prayer is good. However, when you need to have treatment, medication, or therapy, you need to have faith to do that too. And then it would work. Mm-hmm. Whatever you yes. believe in works for you. Yes, all good and perfect gifts come from God above. So yeah, even God gave you the knowledge, like you're saying right now, gave you the yes. knowledge to have all these things right now so we we cannot dismiss that and i think one of the things that you said in the last episode is if you have high blood pressure if you don't have Mm -hmm. any shame in getting help why would it be different from mental health yeah that that's very very important yeah so let's talk about uh mental health in young people i want to talk about how can, can you talk about mental health mental health disorder in college students i mean how does it present itself Mental mental health in college students. Yes. Hmm. All right. Mental so health let's disorder. See. Mm-hmm. Yes. So let's let's see mental health in college students. Let's look at um college, right? As interesting mm-hmm. as college is, right? It brings an you know exceptional kind of stress. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now uh, some of which are like academic challenges, increased you know responsibilities. There are new living arrangements. Remember, these people have been living with their parents and being dependent mm-hmm. on their parents all their lives before going to um, to college. But there's a lot of transition, you know, for a lot of you know these young college people to manage. So let's look at some some uh, reports, right? Now, mm-hmm. a recent report on mental health problems in college students says that the over 20% of the college students, especially in 2013, were diagnosed mm-hmm. with or treated for mental health illness, right? Mm-hmm. That the number of students suffering from mental health illness is believed to be much higher eh, since approximately 40% of those affected wow. do not get treatment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it says that the research is at least 80% of college students surveyed felt overwhelmed by their responsibilities, right? Mm. And 50% of, um, of, of the students say their anxiety caused them to struggle academically. Now, when we mm. talk about mental illness in college students, parents too can make them have mental, it can be res- held responsible because the parents are influenced, right? Wait, uh-huh. wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> Okay. Wait, wait. I'm you know, this, you. like you said, this 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 podcast is diaspora. When you say diaspora, you know, from that continent called Africa, and we and specifically from Nigeria, you know how we are. So when you say parents <laughs> can cause mental health problems for the students, what does it mean? What, what what are you talking about? 
No, that that's it is a lot and I'm I'm saying like even from experience, I, I still mm-hmm. see a lot of college students and you'll be amazed at what I hear. And you know, mm-hmm. it it helps me as a parent too, to yes. check myself and also to to redirect, you know, the way I think and the way I handle my own children as well, because it helps mm-hmm. me from what I hear. So parental influence, you know, can lead to mental illness in college students. So, and like I said, I've had opportunity to talk to um, or treat college students who feel overwhelmed with their major. Like, I didn't want to study this. You know, my parents made me to, to do this. My parents Ooh. chose this, this course for me. Yeah. Wow. So some, some of them have felt that they are a failure, right? Because mm. they are not meeting their parents' expectations, you know? Parents. So some parents, you know, they, exactly, they impose their own accomplished dreams or goals on their children. You know, I wanted to be a doctor, but my parents didn't train me. So you, you have everything. You know, I, I give you, I send you to school. Why can't you go to school, study medicine? And that child is trying to please the parents and going to school. It's not that to study medicine. It's not, it's not a bad thing. I love it. But mm-hmm. is, that, is that what the child wants? Is that child, is that what the child really want to do? You know, we have mm. to make sure to separate our own goals, our own dreams, our own aspirations from that of the children. You can guide them. That what you failed to accomplish, don't make your children try to go do it. Find mm. out what they want to do. Guide want them. To do pray it. for them, of course. And, and give them the resources that they need. You know, so most of them feel depressed, feel mm. a, a, a failure, have anxiety. And when they don't succeed, you'll be wondering why. What so happened? This is just, yeah. You know, yeah, we need to you know, step up as parents. Yeah, okay. that's woo, you just you just <laughs> you just did something that is so so common. You have yeah, to be medicine, you have to be a lawyer, you have to be an engineer. Mm-hmm. You know, on mm-hmm. one thing you said is the parents unaccomplished dream. Exactly. Now they are projecting it to their children. So parents, your, your children don't have to be a lawyer or doctor to be successful. <laughs> No, okay. not at all. Not at all. Okay, 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 okay. So how can parents support their children with mental health problem? You know, you are they're in college now or high school because I mean when you said college student I know high school students also have mental health mm-hmm. issues, right? Yes. So absolutely. For, for yeah. So for a parent, how can they uh support their children? How can they do that? you know, when, when these things present themselves? Yeah, so number one thing is to do is listen. Listen to the child, you know. You know, have a good communication, you know, communication skills or patterns. Be supportive. Be patient. Seek professional counseling, right? Don't keep quiet when you notice that the child is having problems. Don't say, I don't want people to know my, my business. Don't mm. talk to people, but talk to a professional. professional. You're not talking, talking about your child's challenges mm-hmm. to just anyone. Look mm-hmm. and identify people who can be of, of help. When you find mm-hmm. people who can be of help, then talk to them about that child. But remember I said the first thing is to listen to that child. You know, talk mm-hmm. to the child. 
don't be don't be ashamed all right okay so get the, the knowledge have an understanding what kind of problem is my child having and that will guide you into what kind of help you can render to that child that is you know, you know that 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 is a good point. You said talk to children, uh, listen to them. These are skills. Exactly. These are skills that I'm talking to you as uh, as a parent, as a as a as a child of God, as somebody that actually grew up in Nigeria. These are skills exactly. that you don't. Need. <laughs> No, we hardly. <laughs> no, we don't. We have. We we prefer the other way. Children should always listen to us. It's not yeah. like you you listening to them. No, it should be the other way, and that should change. We're in a different society environment, so we can't. You know, uh, the way we were raised, there are some beautiful things that our parents did, but at the same time, we have to do better. Take those beautiful things and get. Know, knowledge even from this uh, um, society as well, and use this mm-hmm. to, to do better. Yeah, and God will help us. Amen. Amen. Listen, parent. Listen, 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 listen. I'm learning that too. Like, okay, or they correct you, right? They, do they correct us? Children correct us. Uh, they do. They do. They do. And most times we don't we don't like being corrected because parents are, you know, with the African especially mentality. Even here, okay, in, mm-hmm. in America, you still find most of the um most people parents especially feel like, you know, I know it I'm a parent, I've lived longer than you. So how can I be wrong? That kind of mentality is wrong. So we we are we're not perfect. Mm-hmm. All right, let's take a break so that we can run this off. All right. Hey there, this is KG with a new podcast, Resisted Diaspora Experience, where we discuss family, faith, and finance. We drop this podcast every other Thursday at noon. So, who is this podcast for? This is specifically towards people in diaspora, their children, and their grandchildren. Want to discuss how they navigate the financial world in the U.S., how they are teaching or will teach their children and grandchildren, and how some of their decisions affected is going to affect will affect their children who are first or second generation Americans, and we want to learn to do financially better on purpose. Right? We want to share, unload, and most importantly, educate. So listen every other Thursday at noon. See you there. Have you put in place the tools and marketing strategies that will drive the revenue and growth outcomes for your business? Are you looking to expand your brand and image nationally and globally? Commercials, podcasting, graphics, and marketing support are just some of the ways we can dress up your business for prime time. We are EliteConversations.com. To learn more about us, Check us out at EliteConversations.com, our website, email us at ecpodcastmedia at gmail.com, or call us at 301-900-5703. There are many people that need to know about the wonderful products and services you have to offer. Let Elite Conversations help you to get the word out.
welcome back. I'm coming. Welcome back. Welcome back. Dr. Maria's on load, especially for <laughs> that's for a parent. I'm laughing because this affects all of us. So here's the question I want to also ask. What are some of the treatment options in mental health? Well, I would say there are lots of many tools that can improve the, you know, experience into the world of wellness, okay? Mm -hmm. In mental health, you can talk of medication, you can talk of counseling, uh, social support, uh, education, you know. So that, and when I talk about uh, therapy, there are different forms, of course. Mm -hmm. So uh, yes. learning even... Um, Deep breathing exercises, you know, relaxation skills, you know, um, social uh, support, uh, and, and encouragement from families, so many. Now, I would mm. say education, because I'm stressing on education, because when you get knowledge about mental health condition, it helps you, right, to um, mm -hmm. be able to, it helps you in the, in the journey towards, you know, recovery. So yeah. I would say also teamwork. Okay, teamwork. Now, when someone has the mental health, don't just leave that person. They need their families, okay, family mm -hmm. members. You know, so it's it's just a rounded, you know, uh, 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 work. The parents, the the uh, siblings, everybody coming together into you know this journey towards recovery. Okay. All right. Woo. Yeah, you know, you already answered the, the other question that I have. How can family support? So family support is very important. Siblings, parents, cousins, all of us are important. Friends, Christian community are important in journey of mental health to help, right? Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Christians to everybody. So it's, it's, you know, it's, it's all hands on deck. I'll put it that way. Yes. So the okay. family, your Christian community, extended family, whoever you want to be, you know, involved, just know that you don't give up on someone who has mental health problems. They need help. They need support. Mm -hmm. And that's very important. Okay. 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 Here's a question. Do Christians, I know we talked about this, believe in mental health or disorder? As believers in Jesus Christ, do we believe in mental health? For disorder, you answer, I mean, I'm answering the question, but that's okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Yes, I I know uh, we talked a little bit about it. The knowledgeable ones do, right? Because I know mm -hmm. there people who have mental health in the in the Bible too. Mm -hmm. Saul, yes. Naomi, mm -hmm. Joe, Saul, you know, mm -hmm. just to yeah mention a few. You know, this, this example of that I mentioned suggests that even their mental illness, right, it's, it's, it's not a modern condition, but it's timeless, all right, mm. and it can affect anyone. So even mm. the most powerful or reverent figures, right, also, you know, have uh, mental health. So the yes. differentiating between spiritual experiences and mental illness is is that the experiences of this sort only respond to medication if mm. they are not, if they, especially if they have like psychotic, you know, um, origin. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, yeah. some Christians who say, I hear from God. But in mental yeah. health, if mm -hmm. you hear voices, then, you know, I'll be like, okay. So, so it's different. We have to be able to separate them. But I want to say mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. the, the experience of, um, 
the physical, mental illness will respond to medication. If you're hearing voices, you take medication, it does help. That's how you're able to differentiate, you know, that. So it's it's deep. So we're not we're just you know rounding up. But yeah, I just then, want to yeah, say there's yeah, a difference. Yeah. Yes. There's so, a but difference. It can be between, separated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. So one of the things that I want to say is how can we how can I, how can we in the community remove stigma about mental health? Because this is actually a big deal which stops a lot of people from seeking help. You know, how can we remove that stigma? Well, I would say teach, 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 and continue to teach that. I thank God for what you're doing, you know, awareness. That's what mm. we need to do. We need to talk more about it, to allay people's fears about mental health. Right, especially in the Christian body, when it, where a lot of people, where a lot of teaching still needs to be done. Okay, yeah. mm -hmm. so we need to right, we need to keep talking about it. That's how we can, you know, remove the stigma. Talk about it. Talk about the benefits of mental health. You know, so if you have people, family members who have these problems, don't hide them. Mm. Seek treatment. You know, seek seek treatment, and then you can, you know, notice improvement. You know, in in them. So I would just say, yeah. teach, teach, teach. Continue to educate people. Yeah, yeah. Because you you're not treating the problem does not mean it's going to go away. But that's the other way that people just treat problems, mental health. Or I'm just going to assume it's going to go away and don't do anything. We talked about it, right? It's it's not going to yeah. happen. Yeah, exactly. Who? Thank you, Dr. Mary. I want to say one last word. One last piece of advice about preventing mental health problems? Well, I would say um, go for your physicals. If you have a primary doctor, please go for checkups, routine checkups. Mm. Now, most of the uh, primary doctors, they are, they are assessing for mental health now. So when mm -hmm. you go for your, your physical, they would also check if they notice symptoms that are mm. attained to a mental illness, they would refer you to professionals. So I would say also, please reduce stress. And I did talk about how stress, how our body, you know, reacts to stress and all the mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, adrenaline and cortisol that is being released, you know, when we have this, which increases your blood pressure, you know, your mm. heart rate, sweating, all these, if, you, if it continues, it's not, it's not good for you. Get good night's sleep, eat healthy, and exercise. Okay? Live your life. Don't be in uh, competition with anybody because that's another problem when you're in competition with yourself, thinking you have to do mm -hmm. this, achieve this, achieve that. It causes problems. Mm -hmm. Thank exactly. you, Dr. Mary. So last time we didn't get your contact. So somebody needs to talk. Somebody needs therapy. They want to contact you. Can you give your contact information, please? Sure. Now, um, I practice at High Tower Behavioral Health, mm -hmm. and our phone number is 410-595-6199. And we're located in uh, Glen Burnie, Maryland. So 410-595-6199, High Tower Behavioral Health. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Mary. I appreciate you coming. We want to debunk and remove stigma about mental health so that we can all move forward together. Thank you so much. I appreciate you for coming. Thank you for having me.
great to be on this program. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to this episode of the 360 Diaspora Experience Podcast. It is our prayer and commitment to support you as you strive to build legacy for your family. If you would like to contact me, please email me at kg.metrohomesrealty.com and don't forget to check out my website, metrohomesrealty.com. It has been my pleasure to share with you. Until next time, have a wonderful day.